Cosmere can be a confusing place. From Allomancy to Surge Binding, there's a lot to look out for. We're your hosts and escorts to the realms. I'm Griff. And I'm Alex. And, and this, this is, is the Silverlight Silver Guide to the Cosmere. Alright, so this episode we are discussing the various lights of Roshar. Yes, light weaving. Light, no, I'm just kidding. No, just no. kidding. Not yet. Uh, uh, no. We're, no, we'll get there. We'll get there in time. But um, before light weaving, there was dark weaving. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Of course. Sitting at a loom in the darkness. <laughs> <laughs> That's how the unmade came to be. Of course. Of because, course. of course, you're going to make a trash piece of whatever you're making. Uh-huh. So you have to unmake it. Yeah, of course. Yeah, so, so. odium. Looming in the dark. Found out that was a very unwise <laughs> idea, but there was the there was the the nice uh, side effect of the. <laughs> is that is is looming the? I have no the verb idea, for yeah. to use a loom. I I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> because that brings a, a terrifying angle to the word looming. I I believe weaving is probably the term for using a loom because I revolt against weaving. Looming is now the only option. Okay, well, I'll have to change centuries of established vocabulary, but you know, we'll, we'll do that. Oh, um, no, the various lights we are talking about are stormlight, lifelight, and void light. The um, storm, the void, and the life. The holy trinity of Roshar. I, you're not honestly wrong, though. I don't. It doesn't actually quite have you know, well, I'm incredibly okay. wrong. No, no, no. You're not wrong on it being a holy trinity in sure. the strictest sense. Sure. It has absolutely no relation or or comparison to the trinity of Christianity because Okay, but are you sure? Because the gods and the, the thing that they're all like one but separate. No, I'm... because they're not identical. If they're infinite. They're not infinite, though. They're near infinite. They're infinitely They can sliced. look into infinity. They are not infinity. They are distinctly know. finite. I don't know. Samson... If, if the power that they wield can yeah. be contained within a finite body, then they are finite. So I'm going to have to do more research on that, because I could probably argue that they're not. The spiritual realm, like... Well, the spiritual realm itself is infinite, sure, but sure. the power that, say, uh, Teravangian sure. absorbed yeah. was a finite amount of power. Or does he have access to I mean, Sliver of Infinity? I'm just saying. See, I don't like that term, though. Like, I know I don't... you like, yeah, 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 we could define so that they're not infinite, but uh, the word infinite is thrown around a lot. And I realize that that's like descriptive, not prescriptive. But... Yeah, because well, because then the thing is, is that you know, if if we want to attest that, um, Edonalsium yes, is infinite, then we would have to attest that he is omniscient, and therefore could not have been killed unless it was. I don't know. We we get into problems of like preord uh not what's what's the term um for things being preordained 
the the friggin the the Stoics liked it a lot. I'm not sure. Basically, it just means that like the future is already decided. Right. You can't do anything right. to change it. It's it's already planned. The Calvinists. I mean, yeah. I most evangelical Christians nowadays, they just put God's providence in place of a universal atheistic providence, which is what the Stoics believed in. Sure. They they weren't Christian, obviously. They were Greek. I, well, they were Greek before Christianity was a thing. Yes. But um Which reminds me of how one time a lady in my philosophy class asked if Socrates and Plato had read the Bible. Well mm, that's that's mm-hmm. that is a legitimate thing that happened. So on this episode anyway, yes. are the shards infinite? <laughs> no. No. That is that no. is a wholly different episode. Yep. Yep. But anyway, Stormlight, Stormlight. Archive. So, Stormlight Archive. No, Stormlight. Stormlight the thing. In just the Stormlight. Stormlight yeah. Let's, let's start with Stormlight. Then we can go on to the various other how, lights. How is it stored, Griff? Stored in gems. It sure is stored in gems. Um, I believe actually all the lights are stored in gems. Well, mm, arguably. Yeah. Is Life Light stored in gems? I think that's what's in the Fabrials that powers the tower's functions. I thought that was tower light. We're talking about storm light, void light, life light, and tower light on this episode. Well, and we should probably mention war light. War light. And... and is... We don't, I think, have a we name don't for have... void light and life light. No. no not but not it would yet. Be overgrowth light. <laughs> Mushroom light. It would be life that grows in darkness. Um, let's see. Cave light. Uh, kudzu light, the vine that's taking over massive parts of the world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, or blackberry light. Those those are pretty bad too. Um, Wait, you mean blackberry bushes? Yeah. So we take the you know, add light to it. Right. No. Blackberry. I. Uh, so blackberry bushes are a problem. Uh yeah yeah no oh. they're they're very thorny they're well, difficult yes. to remove. Oh okay yeah, yeah I mean the only good thing is that they provide us with blackberries right of course which is nice. Anyway, uh, regardless, stormlight. Yes. So stormlight comes from, uh, arguably. Well, okay. So there's a few ways to get stormlight. Okay. The initial way we know is through the stormfather. Yep. Stormfather is that. That's those, yeah, yeah, okay. Storm okay. Daddy. <laughs> no, that's Dalinar. That is Dalinar, yeah. Uh, no, the Stormfather, which is a massive, extremely powerful spren. Yep. Contained in the Everstorm. No. No. Not Everstorm. No. What do they call it? High Storm. High Storm, thank you. Well, yeah, okay. Is, is he contained or is he the High Storm? I'd say he's... I would say he's not... Hmm... If you have thoughts, email us at guide to the cosmere at gmail.com. It's it could be debated either way. Because the visions sure. that we see the all the Stormfather give Dalinar make me think that the Stormfather is in the storm, not the storm. Sure, sure. And and the Stormfather does appear 
alongside both um, spoilers for the Knights of Wind and Truth does appear in front of Gavilar uh, as shimmering and also appears with Dalinar in, right. in right. whichever book. Yeah, so I would say that he's... But regardless, um, I would also say that it, it seems to indicate that the crystals are uh, imbued with Stormlight by the Stormfather specifically. Because I believe we find out that um, Kaladin's uh, what are they called? What are the little chips? Uh, the, the currency. Uh, spheres. Spheres, yes. We see that his spheres aren't restored with stormlight until the Stormfather comes around. Like, I don't think, like, if, if somehow the Stormfather was not contained in the High Storm, I don't think the spheres would be recharged. Hmm. But ultimately, he is somehow bringing the energy in from the spiritual realm. Yes. Which makes sense because then we have the second way which you can get Stormlight, which is um, Honor's Perpendicularity. Perpendicularity, which Dalinar can activate at will, arguably. At, yeah, arguably. I mean, like, he can do it at will. I think it does tax him in It's got some a cooldown of some, yeah. some sort, yeah. So he, he doesn't keep it open forever, nor can he do it consistently without it taxing him. Um, but that is another way. And we've, we found that's a, a much stronger way because it provides consistent, constant stormlight. Yes. While it is open. Yes. And the energy that, that the Stormfather and Dalinar bring in is investiture. It's, oh, yeah, it's investiture. It's, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, the, it's just Roshar's version of investiture. Right. So. Although that may, brings up an interesting question. Okay. Which is, so we know that perpendicularities are typically, in every other sense of the word, is a, a bridge between the material plane and the cognitive realm. Yes. However, honor's perpendicularity seems to bridge all three. It seems to bridge the material, the cognitive, and the spiritual realm. Okay. Which I find interesting, because yes. we do not see any other perpendicularity do that. That's true. So I'm curious if there's something about... I'm curious if we're going to get an explanation of why his perpendicularity acts differently than every other established perpendicularity. I have a hypothesis. Okay. And that hypothesis is based on the fact that um, of the chapter in Rhythm of War, Bondsmith Unchained, where the Stormfather tells Storm Daddy, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't, tells Dalinar um, that Honor was actively limiting the abilities of the bondsmiths. That makes me believe that it's possible the other shards are limiting the ability of the perpendicularity. Oh, okay. So they they all have the ability. Right. They just choose if, not to. If a human goes into the spiritual realm, we've only what seen do? it done twice. They've gone into it. 
Well, okay, so Dalinar has, because of the perpendicularity, he's he's seen it. He's seen it, and he's, like, stepped into it, because when he was talking with what's-his-name, one of the other... Words are going to escape me, because it's been a while since I've read. Uh, the Twelve Original Knights. The Ten Heralds? The Ten Heralds, yeah. Okay. The, not Twelve, the Ten Heralds. He's talking with one of the Heralds in... Ishii. Yeah, uh, he's talking with Ishtar? Ishii. Ishtar? No. Ishtar? No, not Ishtar. That's a real-world deity. Mom, well, I mean, yeah, obviously. Based on the name there... Um, right, he's talking with them, and then he... Plays... Damn, Darwin. Oh, my goodness. Darwin, come here. Darwin, you got... Come here. Come here. Come here, you big lump. Come on. You'll get up somehow. I'll do it for you. Okay. Here we go. Don't scream at me. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Apologies. Sorry, we had dog-related issues. Yep. Um, however, when he's talking with the Herald, they're in a plane of, like, pure white. Yeah, the I mean, the light coming. Yeah, but that's... Mm, I, I don't know. Ishar. Ishtar, okay. Okay, I knew I got it something. Because, and then we know that Kelsiar has seen the spiritual realm. Yeah, when he was the shard? Well, no. When he held the power of preservation? No, no not when he held the power of preservation. This was when preservation was still active. He asks preservation, he, he like grabs pre preservation or something oh, yeah. and he sees it. And then he asks Preservation to show it to him again, which is how he sets up the plan for right. stuff. Sure. Um, I mean, so oh, I'd hazard a guess that just having humans in the spiritual realm would probably not be good for the human or for whatever's in the spiritual no, realm. No, probably not. So Dalnar can grab it. Right. He, he put his hands... Through the three realms. Yep. Which like, boom. And brought it together, which yep. is how he brings in the constant stormlight. Yes. But I actually understand why the, the other shards would want to limit that capability. Because, yeah, I think humans running rampant in the spiritual realm would be a bad time yeah. for everyone. Yeah. So, uh, what is the third way that you can get stormlight? I don't know. What is the third way? For an unexplained reason, when Windrunners swear an oath, they burst with Stormlight. Do they? They do. Oh, I do not remember yep. this. That is how Kaladin... Um, well, not during the first time he swears the second ideal. Right. Uh, even though I believe it mentions Frost and stuff. But then he lands and he sucks the Stormlight from the, the Parshendi beards. Um, but the third ideal um when he's fighting moash uh yeah he gets he's he gets huh. imbued with stormlight yeah okay interesting which is what gives him enough stormlight to go then out to the shattered plains and right uh get there and then 
Teft and everybody are like, lay down your spheres. And then you get, anyways, and then you right, right. and it's really cool. Okay, so, so there you go, that too. Yep. Um, I wonder if that has anything to do with their resonance, with their ability to get have more uh, squire. We'll talk about that later. Or it could be because uh, they swear to honor, or they bond with honor spread. Could be. Yep. So could be. Yeah. We may never know. We may never know. But anyway, those, so those know. are the three ways. Now, stormlight. Yes. Has incredible restorative properties. It sure does. If you're a night um, radiant. Yes, if you are a night radiant. Yes, this is true. If you are able to absorb stormlight. Yeah. Then it has. It pretty much keeps you alive in any scenario. I think they actually talk about not even needing to breathe if you have stormlight in your system. If your spine is severed with a shard, you die. True, yes. Beyond that, physical, yeah, if you have enough stormlight, you're probably going to be fine. Yeah. Um, Renarin gets crushed. And comes back fine, yeah. Yeah. And, and, I mean, Kaladin suffers multiple injuries of pretty much any kind and comes out of it just fine. So... Um, And then... Uh, Stormlight can even uh, revive a dead limb from a shard blade. That's true. So. Yep. And then Stormlight also leaves the body relatively quick. Yes. Um, as uh, a as a as a white vapor. Yes, as a white vapor. Less so if you're holding your breath. Yep. Yep. Um, but it still does leak out. Sure. Um, and. And then I think lastly, it's used to power the. The, the surges of the uh, Knights Radiant. Yes. So that's yes, its, it is. That's its purpose in this book. Um, or co- that's a consequence of it. I don't know. However you want to put it. Yeah. Do authors write the story or do they just <laughs> discover it? <laughs> uh, mm, good question. For probably our other podcast. Yep. All right. So Life Flight. Life Flight Repair. Life Flight Replace. Okay. <laughs> Um, Lifeline is, interestingly enough, I think actually the one we know the least about. Yep. Uh, because we know that Rin has... Rin? Lift. Lift, thank you. You're welcome. Uh, Lift has access to it. It's the only Knight's Radiant we know that does, actually. Yes. Um, so she can access lifelight through eating food yes so probably organic material yeah pretty much digested so it's it's like eating metal and then burning it yes in a way in a sense in a sense in a sense um although she doesn't seem to need to digest it very long because when she grabs a roll or something in her short story she only really needs to swallow it and like Almost immediately, she gains access to life. Yeah, flight. so so something. I mean, we could get into the biochemistry here yeah, if we but, wanted, but I don't. No, um, I don't think it's necessary. I don't think now, Brandon has. If so. if if you would like us to do an interlude on it, email us at guide to the cosmere gmail or leave us a voice message at our anchor website. Yes, it should be in the show notes as well. Um, but. But it seems to be able to power surges the same way that Stormlight does. Yes. Although it seems to do it in a slightly different way because Lyft still has access to her healing capabilities even when the towers... Yes. Uh, def- like like that, right. whole, that whole situation is going on and none of the other Knights Radiant have access to their abilities. Yeah. 
So, yeah, um, uh, I'm looking forward to knowing more about that. Yeah, and so seeing, am I. Yeah. Um, so Void Light is the third big one. Void Light, yes, is the third big one. Um, Void Light does not disappear that rapidly. No, uh, although it still seems to be able to be stored in crystals. Yes. Yeah, uh, it's stored way. in gem hearts. Yeah, yeah the the stormlight is. Yeah. So so to to contrast the high storm, we have the ever storm. Yes, which uh, is going in the opposite direction. Yep, and it's red and lightning and and so on, and it replenishes void light. Yes, it does. And this was what seems to be powering the returned. Yes. Um, and their capability of taking over another host if they're not the return the fuse oh the fuse thank you that's what i meant yes the fuse and it's also seems to be the gateway that they use to take over another body if the one that they are inhabiting is killed yes something like that wait void light does that no the, oh, the, the storm not oh storm. yes 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 so uh i think it allows the void spren to come through and then the extra energy something like that right We'll find out more at some point, probably. I'm sure. Uh, um, so Void Light is what is powering the fused, and I think any of the... Do we have a term for the singers that are serving Odium? Are they just still called the singers? Yeah. Okay, well, figured. I couldn't remember I thought, if they came up with another name for them. I thought... All of them that were still serving odium turned into the fused. Like there were none. There were none of the singers left. No, 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 no. Some of them are fused, but there are still there's still war forms. There are still definitely parshendi that are serving odium that are not that do not have a fused spren in their no, gem heart. Spren, yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah. I think they're still just called the singers. Yeah, probably. Um, anyway, regardless, that I don't know if that's powering them or if it's only specifically powering the fused. It's definitely just powering the fused surges um, and fabrials and whatnot. Right. I don't believe... No, it doesn't. Nah, because they have different spread in their gem hearts for what form they change into right now here's an interesting question okay i'm it, it's it's interesting to me that renarin's abilities are still powered by stormlight mm -hmm. considering he has one of the mutated spren it as, has, as has the one has he has he had the opportunity yet to try avoid light i don't know so, it's not so much, I'm not saying that he doesn't have access to void light. Yeah. I'm just interested that he does have access to stormlight. Okay. And that still can power his abilities, even though he yeah. has a mutated spren. Yeah. So I'm not saying he can't use void light. He yeah. very well may be able to, but sure. we do know for a fact that he can use stormlight. So Yeah, maybe that's more intrinsic in the nail bond, the Nile bond. Yeah, that could be. And then the extra bit of it being touched by an unmade is kind of like an extra layer to the bond instead yeah. of wholly changing it. Because there's still an opportunity there. Somebody asked a really good question and not at the convention or anything we've seen, but 
somebody asked, um, since all of the spren are um, essentially children of honor and cultivation, except cultivation spren and honor spren. Right. And something, 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 they get access to two surges. Does a spren touched by the unmade then give access to three surges? Quite possibly. Right? Um, hard to say, and we probably won't know for a while. Yeah. Or does um, it just give the future site? Or is it well, does it okay, give extra abilities thing. that aren't surges? Here's the thing. Okay. We know that honor and cultivation spread are children of just one. Yes. They still have access to two surges. Although one of them is the false one, which we'll talk about. Odium calls adhesion a false surge. Really? Yep. Does cultivation give access to it to adhesion? No. So still two surges. Yes. Although, from a single source. And we'll go more into this in the other one. If one of those is the healing, then cultivation is doing cultivation, and it could be a different type. I, I could, I could keep. You know, right? For yeah, no there's, there's our. I will say that um, I do find it. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's. Uh, I think it's something we could we could try to tackle in our surges. I think so. I mean, we'll have know, to leave it some, for that episode. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, All right. So, so tower light. Tower light. The so, combination of honor or of uh, storm light and life light. Life light. Uh, it is made, I think, exclusively by the sibling. Yeah. Who is and the... Avani. Hmm? Yes. Yep. And Avani. Yeah. Well, yes. Yeah, because obviously. she yeah. is bond bonded to the to the, the, sibling. Uh, the sibling. The sibling is a child, quote unquote. So so it, it did it did strike me that uh the sibling was an excellent choice for a truly androgynous offspring. Yes. Yeah. Um a child of cultivation and honor that uh, lives it within Uthiru? Uthiru. Uruthiru, yes. Uruthiru. Uh, yeah, Uruthiru and powers it. Uh, yes. Because when when the the Knights Radiant get there, they find out that, you know, it used to have all these capabilities and it could grow food and things like that and they can't figure out why or what was powering it. And yeah. then they find out that it was the sibling with tower light. Yep. Uh, which is a mix of, as I said, uh, storm light and life light uh, also can be made via the resonance of the two being mixed. Like when you have the, the pure tones yes. sung at the same time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Into a, uh, into a, a crystal into a yeah into a gem yeah that has had its light taken out and then you have to have intention right and so on and yeah and then um so that's really all we know about that which is probably more to see in the next book Although, oh yeah i think we're going to get a lot if, about tower if, light uh, in if, the fifth book if at the end of the fifth book it launches into space like Tress of the emerald sea i'm gonna revolt i so think i will too okay so good good to know yes now at the end of the 10th book if it does it that's fine yeah it's probably fine yeah but no but the, i'll take but the fifth no 
I'll take Uwafiwu on Skadrill. <laughs> Ooh, that would be an interesting situation. It lands. They send out the Sword of of Harmony to destroy it. <laughs> God, I that. Mm. You think those are big swords? <laughs> Look at wax. <laughs> Uh, that should be an episode, by the way, that we do, which is... Uh, what happens if Urethiru lands on other planets? No, no. Oh. Specifically, I I think it would be fun for us to rank what we view as the power levels of the different investitures. Oh, yes, and that how would, they be would be yes. How effective they would be against each other. I agree. That would be that would be great fun. Um, um, but the last the last combo... Is Warlight. Warlight. Which we only see... We do see. We do see. And we only get passing experience with it. Yep. Because we know it's a it's a combination of Void Light and uh, Stormlight. Yes. And we know the Pure Tones are a mix of the chaoticness of Odium's tones and That's the... Right steady beat of honors honors yeah so when you can can combine honor and self-loathing you get war right yeah in some way um so yeah and so it'll be interesting to see what the mixed light what effect the mixed light has like like whether it's war light or tower light or whatever they end up calling the mix of cult of life light and void light if they end up dealing with that at all it's right on the tip of my tongue hold on nope i'm gonna have to decay light that is there's got to be some word for overgrowth or something verdant light maybe he's already got the verdant with the aethers so i doubt he would uh yeah well i mean verdant just means green so yeah yeah choke i don't think so no ravage Nah, a little broad. Yeah. I like Decay Light. Decay Light is good. Well, but then I was thinking, like, there's there's several good ones. Um, but, like, single syllable for the first. Uh, what's the term for animals that feed on? Decomposers? No, carrion. Oh. But that's not single syllable. Crow Light. I mean, maybe, maybe. Uh, I don't know. We'll find but out anyway, eventually. Yeah, I, it'll be interesting to see what effect they have because mm-hmm. since they have both lights in them, yeah, yeah. Now there's also kind of a, a fourth type of light. Well, technically six or or three total other lights, which are the anti lights. Oh, which are made using the same process but with different intents. 
Yes. And I was just listening to our episode, is it pronounced anti-investiture or anti-investiture? And I think we do cover that well enough there. Yeah. That fair. we should point point them to that. Yes. Uh, and wrap up because time is fleeting. Life yes, is short. Fair. Um, Let's do the time warp again. <laughs> so I suppose that is our our episode on the purely the investiture of Roshar. Yes. Not not the abilities, not anything like that. Not we'll the, cover that yeah, next episode. That, this is this is the prelude for the magic system. Yes, but we thought that it was important to cover the lights and how they functioned. Cover the lights, throw us into darkness. Yes, because Roshar is probably the actually even more than I think Skadriel, the most in-depth look we have got we have gotten a look at, oh, or, at of of an investiture system and the accompanying abilities so well when the books are 50 something hours long audio well the first the first book is over a thousand pages and they get longer mm -hmm. so yeah the the first book is i believe 45 hours yep 45 and then oathbringer was 57 or something like that yeah it was a ridiculous amount of yeah, uh, which was good, honestly, for when I was listening to it. But yeah, but um, but yeah, we uh, felt it was important to kind of get a foundation of the lights. That's right. And uh, yeah, I suppose that's it. That's it. So uh, don't part. Don't. Mm. Here, so, let's uh, switch it up. Let's <laughs> switch it up. Don't panic, world hoppers. Uh, life before death, strength before weakness, and soda before destination. That's fair. Or no, Journey Before Soda. Journey Before Soda. Yep. Yep. The music you hear is part three, The Spirit, from Zavadilla's The Music of Elantris, produced by B-Roll Records. Available now on Apple Music, Spotify, and most music providers. If you like what you hear and you want others to hear it as well, please leave a rate and review. It really helps us get more listeners.